welcome to Relatable Nerds. <laughs> I'm Ilsa. And I'm Kyra. Um, for this week's episode, uh, we could talk about, we could talk about a little bit of nerd news, but we do have some housekeeping to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. Um, we are so excited. We are going to be at Fan Expo in Chicago, August 12th, y'all. You guys, we got a really good Saturday time slot. I think it's going to be in the afternoon or late afternoon. So we will announce the actual time once we confirm that. But yeah, we've we've been at Fan Expo a couple times now, and it's a lot of fun. Really good Comic Con. They got some great actors coming through. We have Shamik Moore, aka Miles Morales himself, going to be there. So they got some pretty heavy hitters, and it's it's just a good time. You get to nerd out, and it used to be the old Wizard World. So if you went to Wizard World back in the day before COVID, it's the same thing basically. So, so now it is Fan Expo. Yeah. And we'll be there and we'll be dressed, I'm sure, as some character. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> per let you know. usual. Right. Maybe we could play like a whole like Instagram game where we give like clues as to what we're dressing up at. Yeah, and, for sure. Know, something like that. And we might have t shirts by then too. You guys were still waiting to get them in, but But we might. Which would maybe be cool. <laughs> Um, I, I guess, uh, I guess we could discuss a little bit before we jump into Secret Invasion. Um, like there's so much news about Deadpool 3. Oh my God. We got friggin' pictures. Photos. We got so much more than I anticipated already. Yeah. So much, there is so much news about that movie this Mm -hmm. week. Everything is like popping off. Like we already knew the Fantastic Four was returning. Right. Now we've got Jennifer Garner reprising her role as Elektra. They revealed that the Wanda of Earth 830. Is the daughter of Magneto Which in the, this? We've been saying that for a literal year. We yeah. knew that was gonna happen a fucking year ago. We thought <laughs> we thought they were gonna fucking do that in Doctor Strange. Yeah, because you know. But I'm glad they waited. That needs its own moment, you know. It it is, and it I'm does. like really excited because I don't know. I'm excited to see him kill this whole the whole Fox universe, everything, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also a rumor that Ben Affleck is going to return as Daredevil. That would be cool. Uh, that's just a rumor, though. It's not confirmed. Um, but they, I mean, why wouldn't if he? If in there, I mean, it's busy. Yeah, like, come on. Clearly, he just got blipped and snapped over in yeah. DC. Like, he's done as Batman now, you mm-hmm. know, until further confirmation. But And they could bring, Jennifer Gardner and him can bring, like, their children to set with what them. What is going like, hello. Who, Okay, who has their freaking crystals out and is doing, like, some spells? Because I feel like somebody wants Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck to get back together. I feel like it's it's funny. Who? I don't know. Not anyone I care for. I don't know. I've always been Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, even when they broke up. I like, I in, like. like 19 of Jesus. I've I don't still know. Been As a them. proud Puerto Rican woman, a lot of the Puerto Ricans I know do not claim JLo anymore. We kind of think she embarrasses our our land, so we don't like her. She's that much. so famous, though. Yeah, we don't like her. She. I just. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of JLo. I think she's kind of fake. I um, heard her hair is insured and also her ass, like for probably. like millions. Yeah, but not her voice. Um. <sighs> <laughs> no, I just like Jennifer Garner way better. I don't know. I loved her as Electra. I feel like we grew up in that like time period where even if it was a shitty superhero movie, you like enjoyed it. Like Batman yeah. and Robin loved it. Everybody hated it. Daredevil with Ben Affleck. I loved that movie. Mm. That was one I remember seeing that so young as a kid. That was one of the first ones that came out around the time of Spider Man, and it was so cool. It was so badass. Yeah. That was, yeah, like, it's crazy to think that he was kind of one of those first major superhero movies back in the day, you know, because they do, 
they have they've done him again, but you know, it's... yeah. I was pretty disappointed with who they casted as Electra, of course, because I hate when they whitewash anybody. I mean, she is white, mm-hmm. she's Greek, mm-hmm. but they always would talk about like she had like black hair, and they would talk about how she had like a mustache, like in the comics. A mustache. Like, yeah, she was oh, like shit. very dark and like yeah. olive skin yeah. and like dark like everywhere, and I right. was kind of like mad that they kind of whitewashed her a little bit. So. Again, I feel that way about, like, everything that I've seen from Marvel. Like, they've never not let me down yeah. in that regard. I mean, they're trying. Until recently. Yeah, they're trying harder now, and I think it's it's cool. But it's always, to me, the conversation of when they cast people of color, how they're also, like, an alien or they're green. Yeah. Or they're, it's just, like, like even with Gravik and Secret Invasion, a black man. Mm-hmm. But he's also, like, a green alien. You know, right. Gamora, green, you know, Latina, green. Like, I feel like there's just so much. That's a whole other conversation. But it's, right. like, they always, like, scale it down or make a person of color have a flaw or, like, just stand out even more in, like, a fucking total opposite weird way, you know? Or they have, like, no personality, no backstory, you don't know anything human about them. or they're taken out of the story completely, cyborg, you know? exactly. It's crazy. It's... I know, so I'm obsessed with, like, that YouTube channel Screen Crush, and, like, Brian Airy talked about how Rhodey and Nick Fury finally sat down together in the episode of Secret Invasion, and it's their first, like, on-screen, like, scene together, and they were like, it's interesting to to see more of Rhodey and learn more about him, as he's always been relegated as black best friend, and we know nothing about him, except he has loyalty to Iron Man, and then he... Now he's now that Iron Man's gone, he has just loyalty to the government. Right, which is I'm glad they gave that little tidbit of him again because we we're supposed to have like a war machine TV show, you know, and like yeah, who even knows? I feel like it's still happening, but like who really knows? Yeah, ridiculous. Because two of the best people in Marvel. I mean, how do you not have them in a room sooner, quicker than that? It's I don't been know. like over ten years since the Avengers have been going on. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, I did have one more thing I wanted to tell you about. <laughs> Netflix is releasing, I don't know, you might have already seen this. They're releasing a reality competition series called Zombieverse, where contestants have to survive an actual zombie apocalypse. Sign me the fuck up. Literally, yeah. So I looked at it, and it looks like it takes place in, like, somewhere in Asia, because a lot of everybody, like, in there was, like, Asian. Not everybody, but, yeah. like, the majority. Okay. So I was, like, wondering, I was, like, why didn't I get this Bunham and Murray? Because I get, like, emails all the time to be, like, try out for this reality show. Like, yeah. try out for this, or the circle's coming back, and, like... I got one. Uh, I got an email about the circle. Yeah, like I forgot what it was. Yeah, and like Vanderpump Villa, and I'm like, no, I would (laughs) have liked to do the fucking zombie one. That would be so. I can't even imagine being like immersed in that world, especially just because we have my dream. I would literally. I would be happy to be a zombie too. Honestly, and chase around people. Play one. Yeah, so much fun. I would definitely want to try to survive that. That when is that coming out? August (gasps) eighth. That's so soon. So soon. Like they didn't even give anybody like heads up on that. Right. Like bam. That's 
genius. What a perfect time to do it because The Last of Us, you know, yeah, all the zombie things. I feel like everybody, if you watch a little bit of basic television, you should know how to handle a zombie by now. Like, shoot him in the head, you know? We know how. Right. I think it's, like, a lot about, well, you can't, like, hurt, like, actors, you know? So I think it's right. going to be a lot of, like, escaping and, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, And, like, build, I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'm, like, really That's, super excited to watch yeah. it. And then I want to please call me for season two because I need to be on Right, show. we should react to that. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good idea. Hell yeah. Um, but we're going to go ahead and skip ahead and we're just going to start discussing Secret Invasion because we have two episodes to go over. So Secret Invasion episode two, we begin with two flashbacks. 1995 and 1997, mm. we see a young Fury working with the Skrulls. Yeah. And then in 1997, we pick up after the, destru- the destruction of Skrullos, their planet, after they were challenged by the Kree. Um, and Fury made a promise to them to build a home for them with Carol Danvers' help, and yeah. all he asked in return was that they promised to keep the Earth safe. Right. He was pretty... It's clear he likes the scrolls. you know, in the beginning. They were all, like, really close. You get to meet little Gravik, too, as a kid, who he... They're calling him, like, a kid genius, basically, because his parents were killed on when their planet was destroyed, and he somehow, like, escaped and, like, flew to Earth. It's kind of nuts. Um, it's a Rocket's origin story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Copy and paste, huh? I know, right? Um, yeah, and so, yeah, Fury's pretty, you know, I, I would trust Nick Fury. I get how the scrolls did. They didn't really have a choice, but you could tell some of them. They didn't have a them, choice. Some of them were like, oh, you know, like. Yeah. But. And they're painted in, like, the uh, Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel movie that they're, like, these refugees and, like, need help. And it's funny because in the comic books, it's not how they're painted. They're painted very, like, bad and. Um, right. Like, this war, like, yeah, this blood-hungry group revenge, of people that yeah. were eradicated by the Kree, and they believed, like, in their religion that they're supposed to take over Earth. That sounds more realistic, honestly, <laughs> than the refugee, like, oh, feel sorry for them, because clearly in Secret Invasion, they're, like, killing it. They have this whole combine, they're, like, secretly planning to take over, which is obviously the Secret Invasion comic, but... It's cool. I think I'm. I know a lot of people are like indifferent about this show, but it's been really mm-hmm. cool to learn more about a different species. That's so powerful and genius. Honestly, they're kind of genius. Yeah. So I have an issue with the show. I can't tell which Nick Fury's real and which one's a scroll. I think I'm it confused. was just the one time. Okay. Okay. It was just the one time. I think. I bomb. think so. Yeah. I hope so, because like in my mind, because you see it flashes to the bomb scene, and you see like. Real Nick Fury, like, oh my god, she's dead, and then you see the fake one shooting Maria mm-hmm. Hill, and you're just like, holy shit, and it looked like they put the real Nick Fury in the back of a bus, or a truck, and then the scroll one became actual Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So that's, in my mind, I'm like, oh, and then I read a whole theory that Rhodey is a scroll. Yeah, um, I think it was kind of confirmed in episode three that he is a scroll. Right. We it's just like it's very confusing as to like the timeline of that because when yeah. did he become a scroll? That's oh, yeah. kind of like scary and it's dodgy so about scary. that. It's it's really cool though that whole idea that you don't you can't trust anybody. Yeah. And I think it's so like close to home because I feel like there's reptilian people walking on the planet and there's aliens already here. 
Possibly. They can totally transform and take other... I mean, that's what Men in Black was about, no? Exactly. <laughs> There's so many copy and paste. We see Maria Hill's funeral, which is pretty sad, I guess. I don't know. I don't think anybody really I think cared. we just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I think neither one of us and her, cared. Yeah, yeah. and her mom's and then just like, her male Elizabeth, me. just, yeah. we don't really give a fuck. No. We're like, take your blonde hair and leave. I never really gave a shit about Maria Hill. To me, it was all just, like, not even, how the hell is this person running with Nick Fury? Like, there's no way this guy yeah. is like, yeah, this is gonna be my sidekick. Like, mm-hmm. I would get so bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, her in the, in the comics is a completely different person right. than what we've seen in the MCU. Yeah. As that happens, they like to ruin characters. Um, but yeah, so Fury, yeah, he's in London to pay his respects. And then Maria's mom blames Fury for her death. And then she's like, bring justice to the people behind it. And he's like, you know, he has loyalty to Maria. He loves her. You know, that's his girl. It's his like second in command. Yeah. Like, they've been working together for a long time. They're like family. Yeah. So obviously he wants to um get revenge or a vengeance whatever yeah. for Maria's death which who can blame him you know yeah um then we flash to this like really weird elite secret society meeting and you know we see these people who are running the world, you know, that are actually scrolls. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Gravit goes in there because they kind of appoint him to like running all of it. And his logic was that humans were doomed before they were even before they even arrived. Like humans were going to kill off the planet. They were going to destruct themselves. Which is true. Is that wrong? Yeah, he's absolutely correct. Right. And this is like very clear that we're headed in that direction. The human population is not long for this world. No. Let's all be honest with each other. sad. But that but... doesn't mean you can just take it, you know? Right. It doesn't mean it's yours. Um, There's so much, like, fragile masculinity behind this show. It's, like, so funny to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just all believe that they're so important. They're so self-important. They just don't give a fuck about anybody else. And it's, like, very masculine energy to me. Right. And then we go to that court scene where they're, like, questioning Rhodey. And they're like, where's Nick Fury? Did you know he did this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and the ir- irony of it is that, you know, at this point, we we don't know Don Cheadle is a scroll. It happens after this conversation he has with Nick Fury. But he's being questioned, literally, by all scrolls. Mm-hmm. So if he is one, like, he's in on it, but he didn't seem like he was in on it. They kind of right. seemed, like, mad at him. He, when they, when he sat down with Fury, it did seem like he knew, because he was like, do you know what your bodyguards are? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, like, there's no way. Like, I would have known that. And it's like, okay, your acting is fucking horrible right. there. And I know that Don Cheadle is an incredible actor, so... <laughs> Yeah. That was placed there. I think he has to be a scroll purely based off the fact that they put them both in a frame together. Mm-hmm. That's completely... Marvel would never do that. No, so you can't totally have two true black people no, in God one forbid. scene together. What? One has to be a scroll. Gotta be a scroll. One has scroll. to be green underneath that. Yeah, there's just no way. They have to be, you know, fuck. He's trying to protect Nick Fury, obviously, you know. He does protect him in there. He um, fires him, though. He does fire him. But he did, you know, he didn't rat at him or anything. And then um, they have that little conversation. It does not go well. Uh, Rhodey wants to arrest him. Nick Fury kind of just fucks up the bodyguards and leaves. Um, Then we flash to, like, an intense scene where that actual bomber, right, in Russia is now in this, like, underground, like, meat 
Yeah, Walker. Brogan. Yeah. Yeah, so they get the scroll, the scroll Brogan. Sonia's yeah. men have Brogan, and they are interrogating him about the bombings. And then Sonia walks in, bad bitch, like, with her Professor Umbridge air about her. She's so cool. And she, like, this is, like, the cool Professor Umbridge. Yeah. Um, But she walks in, she's like, get out of here, like, your boss is here, like, I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. So she tortures him into revealing that Gravik is building a machine that will elevate their powers. Yeah. And he also tells Sonia about the married couple, the Daltons, who are leading the science behind um, the Super Scrolls. Yeah. Um, And then in the meantime, Gravik found out where Brogan is being held, and he leads a team to the spot. And when Sonia hears the gunfire outside, she escapes through the hatch in the ground, and the police show up at their safe house, which makes Gravik suspect that Brogan revealed key details of their operations. Right. And he executes Brogan in the woods, because he's like, fuck this, like, yeah, this he is can't a spy. Take any chances, yeah. he, he knows that there's a spy within their midst, but he is not sure exactly who it is. Um, but we know who it is. The, <laughs> but we know who it is, yeah. yeah. But the episode ends with another um, revelation that Fury is married to a scroll whose name is Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. Who I believe was in the in the in the flashback. And right. She's telling she him about graphic. Yes. It's it's really it's so random and crazy again because like I'm still in the mindset where I think it's actual Nick Fury, but in my mind I think he's a scroll too. I don't know. It's all weird. It's yeah. weird. It's, like, off-putting, but I like it because it's, like, almost like you're playing a game of Clue. See, that would be too much for me to think about yeah. in this episode, on these episodes, so I just automatically assume that it is indeed Nick Fury. Yeah. And I'm just going with that. I wish. My fucking brain will not let me just rest on it just being good Nick Fury. Right. <laughs> I think, oh, well, she's a scroll. He has to know she's a scroll, and he's probably a scroll, too. Right. I don't know. Um, I, I I thought it was cute that we see he has a wife. Mm-hmm. He's a wifey. Yeah, and it makes sense that he set up everything for um, uh, Hawkeye and his family, uh, Clint Barton, because he was like, oh, like I have uh, Fury to thank for all of this. Like he hid his whole family. It's like obviously he did that before with his own. Okay, this is okay. I just had like a whole light bulb moment. In the first episode, though, when Fury goes to see Olivia Coleman's character, he's, like, kind of flirting with her. And right. And he's, like, call a brother, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. literally says that and stuff like that. Why would he do that if he knows he has a wife back home? Um, I mean, I that could be a scroll, but also I think that in the second episode, which or the third episode, which we'll discuss more... It is known that their relationship is kind of over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, obviously, like, passed. Yeah. They have a past. They had um, a five-year blip, and she got over it. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, and he was like, never mind, I'm going to save her. Like, I'm not going to, like, do anything for this relationship. Right. So, I think that their relationship is past. It's over. Right. 100%. But that could, but he could be a scroll there. I don't know. But let's go ahead and talk about Secret Invasion Episode 3 because we're already talking about it. So this is actually the halfway point because we're only getting six episodes. So we're almost done. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be quick. Yeah. 
Um, Gravix Revolution is picking up steam, and he's he's you know in his plan to transform Earth into a new home for the scrolls. Yeah, we get to see the Super Scroll Machine. It looks absolutely crazy. We have another flashback to nineteen seventy no nineteen ninety seven um, when Nick nineteen ninety eight nineteen ninety eight when Nick Fury actually meets his scroll wife. Yes. Which was cute. We got a little more backstory on that. Vara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who takes on the human persona of Priscilla in front of Fury. Right. And then we realize Gravik is kind of starting to catch on to Gaia, who is the spy played by Amelia Clark. We do see her as a child in the past episode in the flashback when the scrolls, you know, escape their planet and try to, like, um, have a place to live on Earth. She is the daughter of one of the main scrolls that kind of takes charge of Nick Fury. Soren. Yeah, and who ends up dying pretty tragically. Right. And Talos' wife. Right. And so she lives. So that's Gaia, how she has that tie. So she obviously knew Gravik as a kid as well, because they're in the same room together at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gravik's starting to catch on to her. We do see um, Gaia's dad. Oh, yeah. Talos meets with Gravik inside mm-hmm. of the museum, and they go to this painting, yeah. and... Gravik has this whole long speech about, like, the painting and how it's, like, these nasty fucking white people just sitting around a table getting fatter with their greed. Yeah. And other people are, you know, behind the scenes, actual soldiers, like, fighting this war for them. Right. And I liked his little speech. He's giving, like, Thanos, but has more logic, and Mm -hmm. he's not super completely off, you know, unhinged. He's a little unhinged. Exactly. He's unhinged because he thinks that anyone is better than anyone. Right. Which is where you mess up, which is where the people behind the First World War messed up in the first place. Right. Because they just wanted to get more powerful, which is why it happened. And um, an interesting fact about, like, World War One is, like, during Christmas, they had they decided to just have a ceasefire. The soldiers decided, and it almost ended the war okay. because there is power in people's hands, right? And I think that needs to be said because, like, a lot of us do kind of just we want a seat at that table with like the fat, greedy people getting fatter and fatter, and more powerful, and whatever. Yeah. And you know, we're just like these small little like we're small underlings, partners. yeah. But we actually do have power. Like, nobody's better than anyone, I think. Like, overall, that's how I see it. Um, I don't know if that's what they're going for, but that's how I see it. There's going to be some politician that copies that, like, they're going to steal what you just said. <laughs> like, power to the people or some shit, you know? Like, everybody, I don't know. It sounded like a campaign. It sounded like, yeah. I, I'm also running for president. I was going to wait until the end of this episode. On, to I, yeah, uh, on that note, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is joining the political party campaign because he was quoted this week. This is so side note. It just no. popped him in. He was saying that women should run the country. Yes. Like men shouldn't. And I'm like, here we go. Somebody, another confirmed listener of Relatable Nerds. He's probably going to say put men underground next. And when that happens. Kevin Feige was like, you have to listen to this podcast, bro. Listen to these two, (laughs) these two bitches. They, uh, they're funny. They, they're kind of, you, you wouldn't trust them in the beginning, but then you listen to what they're talking about and you're like, yeah. Yeah, totally. 90% of Marvel's. Plot lines have been from relatable. And Star notes. Wars. And so let's not even get started, <laughs> John Favreau. Okay, Favreau, um, it's okay. No, you know you're freaking listening. <laughs> They're not on good terms. Uh, Gravik, you know, he's trying to be the hero for his people, which I totally understand his perspective. 
Earth kind of does suck. You know, the blip already happened. But there's, like, a lot of people coming to Earth now. There's a lot of aliens. There's a lot of shit going on. So I feel like the next person is just as bad as the Mm -hmm. previous one, and it kind of all sucks because even fucking aliens are greedy, too, you know? Yeah. But anybody can be greedy. Fury was right, like, when he was on the train with Talos and he was talking to him about how humans were are not ready to accept, like, these scrolls and have this yeah. whole situation oh, no. on Earth. And I guess Jealousy. it's kind of like his excuse for not giving them a home that he promised 30 years ago. Instead, he turned them into this, like, spy ring. It's all... He's, like, not... As much of a hero as we think no, as well. No, he tried, but, like, he totally led them down mm-hmm. a path that he could... He could have never gave them that. Like, he had right. to know going that nobody, like... Unless you put them in, like, fucking Chernobyl where they can breathe that toxic air. Like, literally, they're not going to be welcomed anywhere else. So there's places they, they could live. Right. And it's like, there's places they could live, but it's not going to be, like, good land or anything. It's going to be, like, harsh realities and climates and stuff I feel like right and they're and they are forced to not live in their own skin like it's it's, sad it is sad pretty sad (laughs) we're getting into like the scroll like therapy sessions I am concerned about them because they are like these lost refugees without like a planet they're just people who need help it's really sad refugees is a real situation that happens on earth like I kind of get where they're coming from. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I really Easily. do. Like, it's either they do this or they fucking, they don't survive. Like, they don't really have a choice. Yeah. They could go about it differently. But which they trusted they are. Nick Fury to help them. And right. as we know, they're from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, there are several planets yeah. that they could go to. Right. Why hasn't Fury found them yeah. anything? Literally, they could be totally welcomed on that Guardians planet. Exactly. So I don't really know what's going on. I hope they reveal it, like, a little bit more... Um, Where the fuck is Captain Marvel? Birth another celestial to have a planet. Come on. I was going to yeah, I wonder if we're, there's so much that they could do with these next three episodes. I'm kind of getting more excited for it. You know, we could see the Kree in there, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like... There's a lot. It's exciting stuff. It is. And I did... Uh, so, what do you think of Fury and Talos' relationship? Because I kind of, like, I'm really into it. And I'm invested. I think they're, like, harsh and, like, real with each other. And yeah. I think that's cool to see and refreshing. And... I just, I mean, obviously he knows him from back in the day too, you know? And, like, I feel like Talos is probably... have been friends for 30 years. Yeah, Talos is the one scroll that, you know, still cares about their relationship, I think. And he doesn't, like, fault him that much for what happened, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, I don't know. I do like their relationship, though. I think it's cool, and I think that's where everything will be revealed because they have such strong ties and they know the same people. They know the same people that died. Like, obviously, his wife died. Mm -hmm. Fury was probably, like, somewhere around when that happened, and that probably, you know? Yeah. And... And Fury is intertwined with the Skrulls. Like, he promised to help them. He's He's married to one. He's married to one. He's friends with Talos. But somebody mentioned there is a theory that Talos is actually bad. Oh, I could see that. 100%. He's always the bad guy, too, as an actor. Like, yeah. he's in fucking Rogue One. He's, like, that annoying general guy. Uh-huh. Um, 100% I can see him. But he's also working with Gaia, you know? She's kind of being, like, 
the the spy right and he's him. very like protective of her he doesn't even like when graphic like brings her up but it's like why would you put your daughter in such a precarious dangerous yeah. situation with this man who right. is so dangerous she probably wouldn't listen so to him clearly something way. wrong with talos right to put your own daughter in that situation they all seem like it feels like everybody's like power hungry and just wants to like override the next mm-hmm. person which is I, I think maybe that could be the ironic yeah. message of it all it wouldn't make any sense that talos is that loyal to nick fury unless he was like secretly in love with him mm-hmm. there's like nothing about that that completely makes sense to me so i am watching him and wondering if he's gonna like slip yeah i don't trust him at all yeah um so then we see there's like this whole missile that's about to go down Mm -hmm. and hit um and got nuclear nuclear launch yeah and the royal navy's headquarters it's gonna be i don't know it's crazy it was it was it was i was on my i was like getting anxious i was so anxious yeah because there's only three episodes left and there's so much going on and i thought with the missile yeah Yeah. with the missile and i thought that one of the um navy guys was not gonna do it because he was like i can't do this this is crazy and he's like this is an order like we have to do it and then yeah. finally, like, thanks to Gaia's help, they get the code word and they can, like, stop the missile from going. But, like, these fucking scrolls. Yeah. They are bastards. They're, they're all over the place. And, like, it is it is a fucking invasion. They're kind of, like, they're I They're evil. It. They want to murder all of these humans they that they've been living the them. Race. They hate us. And it's like, bro, they you're... They Cop, you're, you're, you're becoming us, though, at the same time, you know? Right, they're doing the same thing. And it's like, they're just as bad, you know? And I get they want this revenge because their planet was destroyed, but fucking throwing missiles at But we didn't people. destroy their planet. The yeah, Kree did. Yeah, it was the Kree. And, like, I get that they didn't follow through. We didn't follow through on, like, helping them, you know, Fury and stuff. But, like, it, clearly Fury doesn't have a control of anything. He was blipped. Freaking Iron Man's gone. The Avengers are gone. Like, clearly shit is hitting the fan for everyone around. But like I said, it's been 30 years. And sure, five of them he was blipped. Mm-hmm. So that's 25 years. Right. Like, he couldn't find them a place to live in 25 yeah, years. Yeah, like, go find another planet, dude. There's take something... A, take a hint. There's an issue there. Like, he clearly just wanted to use them... That's true. ...to rise up the ranks. And he did. And S.H.I.E.L.D. became the powerhouse it is today because of their secret scrolls of being spies. Fury and Talos' win actually blows Gaia's cover. Yep. Um, She wasn't a great spy to begin with, though. No, she, like, could not even have a poker face to save her life. Yeah, she was a horrible spy. And Gravik was like, oh, I'm going to reveal this information to just you. And we're the only two people. And then she goes and reveals it. And it's like, you're Within so dumb. Seconds, yeah. Like, you revealed the information that... He already told you that he didn't trust you. Yeah. And then you were like, instead of, like, backing off, you were like, I'm just going to keep being dumb and reveal all this information that clearly no one else here would know. Yeah. You're the only one that knows, so he narrowed it down to you because you told everybody. Right, like, I get... She was dumb. She is kind of dumb. It's weird to see Amelia Clark in, like, a dumb role because she's always just the smartest, most badass woman, and she's still badass, and I feel for her because she's obviously torn. Yeah. You know? She's going through a lot, I feel for her. She's probably just, like, not in the red hat space because she had a lot of trauma happen to her, you know? But she's she's so But then why be a freaking spy if you don't know the first rule of being a spy? I don't know, whatever. They didn't train her well, yeah. He, Gravik shoots her for good reason. Like, she's a traitor. And he's like, okay, I found out you're a traitor. Like, you're dead. 
and blah, blah, blah. It looks like she's pretty unresponsive, mm-hmm. which is sad, but man, Talos, I don't know what he'll do when he finds that out. I mean, that's his wife, that's his daughter now. You know, I hope he feels a little fucking guilty. Right. Piece of shit. But we'll see, because he might be evil. Maybe he doesn't care. He, um, he seems evil. I don't or, know. Or maybe he'll know. team up with Fury to get back at Gravik, but in the whole meantime, kind of being, he's kind of an asshole, too. Yeah, I don't understand Talos' whole thing. That's what makes this, like, a very compelling show, is because it's a spy show. Like, you don't know yeah. who to trust, or who's a scroll, or who's good, or who's bad. We don't even know, like, any of that. Yeah. And we want to align ourselves with Nick Fury, but like you pointed out, he could be a scroll. That's true. So, it's very confusing. Um, Priscilla Fury at the end uh, goes and gets like a gun in a safe and she wants to speak to Gravik about it. Oh yeah, and then the voice on the other end of Vara's call was uh, Rhodey, Don Cheadle. Yeah, which confirms that he is a scroll in disguise, uh. which is really scary because it's like Rhodey and it's yeah. like one of our you know, favorite characters. It's so, like, why? Why does it have to be Rhodey? You know? Because it's one of our favorite characters and, and it's a black. big deal. Yeah. And also because he's black. And they want him to be green. Fuck I you, hate it here. I hate <laughs> it here. <laughs> um, it's really cool, though. Like, we learn more about Fury. Um, but yeah, we've got three episodes left. We're going to find the Super Scroll, which in... The comic books is uh, a mess of the Fantastic Four, but that's not who it is. Um, not in this, because they kind of showed us what it was going to be. It was like a frost beast. Yeah, oh yeah, on that computer like, thing. They had yeah. a Groot on there too. It was so cool. Yeah, so they're going to have like it. Groot stuff and like all that. So it's funny that they're going to like... Evil I'm excited to see like the mixture of the powers and like what Gravik's going to have or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I think Gravik already has it though, because like Groot can kind of like heal himself. And I feel like that's what it was when he, like, stabbed himself and, right. like, healed himself. And I was like, okay. That's true. They took that from Groot. Um, that's so true. Then he'll never die. Yeah. That's nuts. That's exciting. The show's and getting better. It is. It's exciting. It is. I feel like everybody should give the show a chance because it's it's very mysterious and it puts you on fucking edge. It might not be, like, the most Avenger-esque superhero movie. It's dark. It's a little gritty. I like it. I like it too. I'm a fan. And the cast is outstanding. Olivia Coleman in this is one of my favorite people Such that enter the MCU. Actor. She's so good. Mm-hmm. She's kind of killing it now. She's in everything. She really is. She's, she's, she's a great. bear too, randomly, in one of the episodes. Bad bitch. Amazing. I love her. Keep working. Keep keep going, Olivia. Anyway, guys, that was our episode for today. We are going to be back with next week's episode soon. Um, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to keep recapping this show. I actually didn't like the first episode, but after watching the second and yeah. third one, I'm like in it now. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see how it all turns out because it's all going to lead into Captain America 4 and the Marvels. Oh, the Marvels for sure. I feel like every... I forgot that movie's... Co- that movie's supposed to come out this month, right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pushed it. November 10th. Yeah. Okay. That's really soon. Yeah. And he obviously mentioned Carol Danvers already, so she's totally... She, that's my biggest one. She has to come through in one of these episodes, which will be cool. Um, I know everybody shits on Captain Marvel, but I like Captain Marvel. I like and Captain I like, Marvel, too. I like Kamala, too. I like them all. Kamala. Kamala. 
I'm nervous and excited to see where this goes because the yeah. MCU kind of has me on edge right now with everything going on. So. Yeah. No idea. All I know is that I'm excited to see the so- the super scroll and all of its powers. The and what they super take scroll. from everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you leave a review. Leave us five stars on whatever app you're listening to. That would be awesome. And check out our YouTube channel, uh, Relatable Nerds on YouTube. Thanks so much. Bye.